Hey, I'm Maggie. And I'm Laura. And you're listening to the Planetarian Life Podcast. Each week, we meet here to share our passion for plant-forward cooking, our concerns about climate change and the earth, and discuss how together we can align our daily actions with our hopes for the future. Being a planetarian is fun, delicious, and soul-satisfying, and we're here to keep you inspired. And today, I thought we should talk about what perhaps is a controversial subject, uh, the conversation around plant-based meats, which have been around a lot longer than, than I realized. They didn't come on to my radar until probably 2018 or 2019. Um, and I don't know about you. I, for, let me first ask you that, Laura. When plant-based meat first came on the scene, like what was your initial thought? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just don't. I don't tend to eat heavily processed foods anyway because the preservatives give me headaches. So that's kind of a no. And I was vegetarian for several years, like back, I think when a lot of plant-based meats were starting to come on the market. I mean, there's always been a few, but like they were gaining popularity. And I was just sort of like, I'm just going to not eat meat. I don't need to eat things that look like meat or feel like meat. Like it just didn't really appeal. But I'll eat some. Like, I like tofu a lot. That's kind of a um, quote-unquote meat. But, yeah, I I definitely, I'm not a processed food kind of person. So I'm highly skeptical of the um, plant-based meats. You and the founder of Whole Foods. So he sort of famously came out and said, you know, though we sell these things, I don't think that they're very healthy. And for me, I just as assume eat the plants themselves and eat fruits and vegetables. He famously eats 15 fruits and vegetables per day. Um, and so he doesn't oh, feel like... I wouldn't like say that I'm there. He... <laughs> You're not that level of goals. You're not no. Whole Foods CEO goals. But um, And I think there's probably a lot of people who feel that way. And I would not say that I am... And that's one of the reasons I don't use the word plant-based to describe planetarian life or to describe the way that I eat because I, I do eat processed food, not all the time, but sometimes mm-hmm. and I enjoy it and I'm not, you know, cause the plant, the plant-based whole foods diet, you're not even supposed to have olive oil and I am definitely not trying to live that kind of life. Um, and no, that's so I, restrictive. No, I can't live that way. Um, but, but I do occasionally enjoy, gosh, I'm trying to think of like what I would eat that's like considered junk food or preservative laden food. I don't know. But uh, anyway, all this to say, I am not opposed to uh, processed food. But when plant-based meat came on the market, I remember and kind of became mainstream, I remember thinking, oh, like I feel nervous to try this because it was created in a lab and I felt like what's in it, I don't know, people didn't really understand. But this was around 2019 was just when I was beginning Planetarian Life and I thought if I'm 
trying to be at the forefront of helping people make the shift towards a more plant-rich lifestyle, I surely need to know what this new product is that everyone's talking about. And I remember dropping my son off at school and I was like, today's the day I'm going into Dunkin' Donuts and I'm going to get like the sauce, the, I think it was a beyond sausage patty on a sandwich. Hmm. And I remember biting into it, being a little nervous, biting into it. And then just thinking, Oh my goodness, this tastes exactly like sausage. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how, how exactly it tastes like sausage. Not an approximation of or similar to or hints of or notes of sausage. It was just tasted like sausage. And I remember being, I remember thinking, this is magic. This is magic. And so fast forward three years, three and a half years, and I think that I always have something impossible or beyond in my freezer always uh the impossible burgers beyond little sausages for breakfast in the morning now we don't eat them but maybe once a week maybe every other week it's certainly more in the summer when it's like cookout season and you need something quick Mm -hmm. to throw on the grill but i love having the option of, of of eating something that tastes like meat you know, different from you. Like you're saying, like, if I'm not eating meat, I'm just not eating meat and I don't eat anything that tastes like meat. Yeah. Or I'll just like once a month have meat, you know, but I do eat those things. I mean, look, I'm not like a health guru. Doritos are like my favorite food. So, (laughs) you know, I will eat processed foods and I do, I probably eat impossible or beyond products like I don't know, every three weeks. Like I do always have something in my freezer. I don't use them that often, but I, I sort of treat them like, not like junk food, but like if you were to get like a burger and fries, you know, it's like, that's not something I'm going to eat every day. Maybe a burger and like cheese fries. <laughs> but, well, and, and the fact is, I don't think of, I certainly do not think of plant-based meat as being a quote unquote, like healthy alternative to meat. No, no, no. Because they have, they have the same amount of fat as a beef burger, and they have, in fact, even more sodium than a burger. Uh, so this is certainly not a health food by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I think that's where my like, aversion started, is trying to get veggie burgers when I was vegetarian and realizing that veggie burgers are like bad for you. Not all, but like most, not most, most back in the day veggie burgers were low protein, super high fat, heavily processed, and had no vegetables in them to speak of. Yeah. And I was just like, this is not better for me. I'm trying to eat better for me, and this is not at all better for me. Right. So what, what I was going to say is this, is this is not a health food for people, but I would say that it is a health food for the planet. Mm-hmm. Because... The production of plant-based meat is so much better for the earth than the industrial agriculture industry. We, we slaughter 32.2 million cattle and calves per year in the United States. For every one pound of ground beef that we make and produce, it takes 308 gallons of water. I mean, these are just astounding, astounding 
figures. Um, so to me, it is so much better for the planet to go with a plant-based burger than a beef burger. But mm. I'm, again, I, again, as a planetarian, I would argue like if, if it's important to you to have a beef, beef burger once a month, have, have it. I think what we're trying to encourage is for people to eat less, less beef, less meat. And if you do yes. something that you're having once a week, maybe pull it back to once a month. If you're not, if you don't want to swap towards, you know, a plant-based meat option. But there are, I mean, the Beyond and the Impossible, I think, taste amazing. Like Beyond Sausage, is it sausage? They have like sausage links. I eat them like hot dogs. I don't know what they are. They're like big sausages. Yeah. They're so good. <laughs> I know. They're so know. good. Like, they're so, so good. I just don't even know. They're not... I don't, <laughs> they're not like a giving up anything kind of swap. They're like this, like fatty, delicious, super satisfying yep. food. <laughs> so let me go back to what the, here's the stats that I was looking for. A plant-based burger generates 90% less greenhouse gas emissions, requires 45% less energy to produce, uses 99% less water and has a 93% less impact on land use than a quarter pound of beef. I mean, so this is no question about it, better for the planet than a beef burger. Well, it's not surprising. How many veggie burgers would you have to feed a cow to grow it up so that you could eat it? Yeah, a lot. Like, it just uses so many resources to grow another animal to feed yourself than it does to feed yourself all the things you're feeding the animal all the water give yourself the land yes so what one of the questions that i think because i think people like myself the 2019 version of me that didn't really know anything about plant-based meat at all i was thinking this is made in a lab and it's it's weird, and I don't really want to put that in my body. That was what I thought three years ago. Um, and I watched and read a lot about plant-based meats, just to clarify for myself, you know, what is it made from and how is it made? And one of their scientists was talking about how uh, they, they've realized, what they came to realize is that all the elements of a cow are available in plants, so that they could derive all these, all these, uh, the, the elements, proteins, carbs, vitamins, minerals, all these things are available in plants and that they can take those elements and combine them to create essentially what, what is plant-based meat. So what exactly is in a Beyond Burger and what exactly is in an Impossible Burger? Because they're, it's two different two different recipes or two different bases for these, these, uh, these beyond, uh, plant-based meats. Uh, so for beyond it's peas, rice, mung beans. That's the protein. They use beets for color and then potato starch and coconut oil to mimic the juiciness of meat. And for possible it's potato protein and soy protein. So that's different, uh, but it's the same coconut oil, sunflower oil, and that's it for the Impossible Burger. 
So they're, they're, it's not, I think in my mind, when I was wondering what was in plant-based meat, I thought it was chemically engineered, uh, I don't even know what, superfoods or something. But these are just regular ingredients, to me at least. Yeah, I mean, yes and no. It's not like they took a potato and cut it up and made it into a burger. Like, the foods are super processed. Like, so many plant-based things are made with, they get the protein from pea protein. It's not just, like, mashed up peas. And, like, soy protein isolate is not just soybeans. So... You know, it, it is more processed. It's not necessarily grown in a lab. Like, there are meats that are grown in a lab. Like, I think Leonardo DiCaprio, like, developed some meat that you can grow in a laboratory. Yes, using meat cells. Yes. Oh, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that this is, like, made, made from whole foods. I'm not trying to say this is made from whole foods. It is not. But it's also not what I thought it was before I knew anything about it. Mm. Fair. That's fair. They're sort of demonized as though they're so much like worse for you than other processed foods that everybody eats. Like, hello, Wonder Bread is a heavily processed food and everyone feeds it to their children. So let's step back on demonizing Beyond Burgers. Or just like any of those things. Like, have you ever read the ingredient list of tomato sauce that you buy in the grocery store or... granola bar certain granola bars or nutrigrain bars i mean oh deli meat oh you think it's just sliced turkey oh gosh it's like 15 ingredients (laughs) or have you ever seen the videos of how they what what it looks like when they actually make chicken nuggets for mcdonald's no they like grind it up into this thing and then it's like bright pink it's just like this pink ooze that they shape into chicken nugget shapes yeah yeah Heavily processed. <laughs> Not just chicken. I'd rather eat a Beyond Burger. <laughs> I think also, you know, bringing up fast food, which is essentially what the plant-based burgers particularly, and the chicken nuggets, they've come onto the market in, you know, White Castle and Burger King and fast food restaurants. And I think the people who are anti-plant-based meat don't understand that there's a lot of people, you know, that more of like the whole foods diet people or the whole foods vegans. There's a lot of people for whom this can be a gateway into how, into how good it can be to eat vegan and may actually uh, encourage them to try new and different things in the future. I think it's meeting, Mm -hmm. I think it's meeting some people where they are. They're not, their, their taste buds are not uh, like I just want to eat a sweet potato and black bean burger, but definitely mm-hmm. they would be interested in eating a plant-based burger. I, I, my father-in-law and his wife were visiting us. They'd never had a plant-based burger before. And I always thought this is an interesting experiment. So I, I told them what it was. I wasn't going to lie to them. And he said to me, Mags, do you know what? If you hadn't told me that this wasn't a burger, I, I would have never guessed it. That's funny. I can taste the difference. Yeah, but are you putting sure. a lot of jazz on it? You know, once you get... I was going to say, I can taste it as a burger, but if you, like, do it as ground beef and put taco seasoning on it, 
Nobody is going to know that that is not beef in their taco. <laughs> I'm the taco connoisseur. Nobody would yes. know. <laughs> Nobody would know. But I think I opened up his mind a little bit. Like he would, yeah. he's not sort of a veg forward person. He's English. He's meat forward. But I think having that and, and, and certainly the other, you know, whole foods, plant-based meals that I made for him while they were here. I think I did really help open his mind a little bit, but I definitely feel like he had the largest conversion experience while eating the Impossible Burger. So I think all in all, I think plant-based meats are amazing. I love to eat them. Like anything that's a processed food or a quote-unquote junk food or whatever you want to call it, you know, in moderation, I feed them to my kids. My kids love them. And we eat them relatively infrequently, once a week, once every two weeks. And I think there's a, a huge place for them in helping steer millions of people towards a more plant-based diet as opposed to relying on the industrial animal agriculture industry to feed, to feed us. Absolutely. I definitely agree. And I think... People use, oh, there's too processed as an excuse, like as though you're eating not processed food as an alternative. And some people are, but a lot of people are eating heavily processed foods in addition to their meat diet. You know, like if you're eating any chicken nuggets, most chicken nuggets, if you're eating most drinks have like high fructose corn syrup. It's not a bad thing. It's made from corn. It's just a heavily processed version of corn. You know, like, I think there's a lot of heavily processed food, foods with a lot of additives, and people eat it like it's no problem and then say, oh, well, I couldn't have a Beyond Burger. It's so processed. Well, and that's definitely not the case, though, because in 2018, the consumption of plant-based meats increased by 24%, whereas the consumption of plant-based uh, regular meat only increased by 2%. So I feel like the equation is definitely going in the right direction. I think people are definitely more open to it, definitely more curious, and, and, and a lot of people are just using them regularly. Yeah. What was the... Do you remember the stat? I think in 2020, Uber's like... Was it Uber... Grub, Grubhub. Grubhub. Grubhub's number one, like, most ordered food was an Impossible Burger. Is that right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Definitely trending towards lots more. I, we went, we went to, summer before last, summer of 2021, we went to our friend's house, who shall remain nameless, and they're probably the least planetarian people we know, and we love them very dearly. Uh, and we went to have a grill night there and when they came out with not a mix of beef burgers and impossible burgers but just a tray of impossible burgers to serve everyone i was like this is mainstream this is mainstream now and i got very excited about that yeah you i've noticed a trend the last few years in particular like grocery stores it used to be kind of hard to find, and now every grocery it's store has everywhere. Every grocery store has it. It's actually it's easier to find than tofu, which is a much less processed food. 
because I but feel like, like average Americans are not looking for tofu. They're looking for meat or things that well, taste yeah, like meat. Well, yeah, and tofu takes work to cook, whereas Beyond Burger's like, you yes. basically heat it up in a Just... pan. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like the Beyond products are also for people like my mom, who's from the South. And my mom does eat tofu. She loves tofu. She loves beans. She, she, she's a... She's, she's a great eater. I feel like I, I'm talking about her like she's a kid. <laughs> she's a great eater. She eats her vegetables and everything. But my mom loves pork. She loves sausage. She loves bacon. I think she could take or leave beef, but oh my goodness. The, the impossible sausages have helped her so much to reduce her, her breakfast meat consumption. And I don't mean like on a daily basis. I mean at the weekends when she wants to have a special breakfast especially when we're visiting. Um, and I just mm-hmm. like, I just love that it exists because again, I don't think no one is suggesting that this is a healthier option for you, but it's like, if you're going to eat bacon or pork sausage and you could just as easily swap it for something that tastes almost the same in, in plant-based sausage, that's a win for the environment. It may not be like a win, although the one thing that a plant-based burger doesn't have in it is cholesterol, you know? And that's like, it is, it is sort of a win for your health, <laughs> you know, there's cholesterol? no cholesterol. It's that fatty stuff that blocks your arteries. I mean, I know it's bad for you. I just don't know what it is. <laughs> Fact check me on that. American Heart Association, cholesterol is a waxy substance. It's not inherently quote unquote bad. Your body needs it to build cells and make vitamins and other hormones. But too much, please hold, it's loading. Too much cholesterol can pose a problem. I mean, I'm even, I, look, I'm not even here demonizing if you want to eat a beef burger. All I'm saying, all we're saying is eat less beef. Eat less oh. beef. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not here for judging anybody. I eat almost no beef because it doesn't appeal to me very much and it, that's part of my values. My daughter eats a burger every Sunday for lunch, every single week. So <laughs> I do not judge. Have at it, Audrey. The beef eating crew. <laughs> it's her favorite thing. We get it after church every Sunday. So if you have your weekly burger, I'm not here to judge you for it. Not at all. But maybe like not having beef, you know, three nights a week, just have it once a week or, you know, once a month or whatever or try a turkey burger try an impossible burger so if people are not interested in plant-based meat but they want something that's high in protein that they can add to dishes what are we looking at tofu there's there's a lot of things it's mainly tofu seitan tempeh jackfruit are there any others? And some, some people will say like oh, tofu is a heavily processed food. It doesn't have to be. Tofu is just basically curdled soy milk. You could just take soy milk, which is just edamame, soybeans, and put lemon juice and cook it and then strain it and press it into a block. That's tofu. So definitely does not have to be highly processed. But has almost no flavor, so it does take work to make it taste good. Tempeh 
is a fermented, it's like cut up edamame soybeans that are fermented. Also not necessarily highly processed, although most of them have additives. Like a lot of the additives are just wheat. Like I can't eat most tempeh because it's mixed with wheat to hold it together. Wheat gluten is a common um, additive to plant-based sausages and all kinds of things because it's gluten is a protein and it holds things together really well. Yeah. Adds t- good texture to a lot of those things. What is seitan? I don't know anything about seitan. No, I don't use seitan. Partly because I was traumatized. I tra- I was traumatized in a vegetarian restaurant in like 2013 when I said it incorrectly and the woman, the waitress was like, it's Satan. And I was like, Oh, excuse me. Uh, okay. I, think I called it Seton. At least you like, didn't call oh, it quinoa. <laughs> quinoa. <laughs> quinoa. So funny. Satan is made out of um, wheat. That's what it is. It's wheat gluten basically. Um, which is why I don't eat it because I can't eat that. But yeah, I I know of a lot of people that like it. I've never eaten it. I don't know if it's good or not. I don't. I like, my favorite is probably tofu. Uh, I make tofu every week, probably once or twice a week. And I think after that would come the plant-based meats. And then after that would be tempeh, which I do like a lot. Do you know which one? I absolutely hate, can't stand, refuse to eat. What? Anything made out of jackfruit. Jackfruit is a fruit and it's got a texture similar to like shredded chicken or pulled pork. So some people love it because they're like, it's just the texture and you put like barbecue sauce on it and you can't taste the difference. I think it tastes disgusting, but lots of people love it. So we never put those recipes on the website because you didn't like it. Was I the only one? Yes, but I was like, God, she really hates it. And you said your family wouldn't even eat it, so. Oh, well, that doesn't mean much. <laughs> I know some people love jackfruit. There are a lot of jackfruit products. Like, you can buy, like, all the little packets of seasoned jackfruit because people love it for the texture and because it's, it's like, actually a fruit. It's not very processed, but I can't get over the flavor of jackfruit. I don't know why. It's, I think it's like, you know, some people can't eat cilantro. Like, it tastes like soap. Yes. Something about jackfruit. Like, it does not matter how much sauce or seasoning you put on it. I cannot eat it. So, I guess that's the point of all this in people's planetarian life. There's going to be things that you will not eat, can't mm-hmm. stand, don't like, tolerate, mm-hmm. adore, love, are obsessed with, and everything in between. And... You just have to find what works for you. And for me, Mm -hmm. I feel like I get a lot of my protein from beans. I eat, I had beans for lunch today. I soaked a pound of beans yesterday. I cooked them up. I had some some, uh, basil pesto that I made in Essential, which I mixed with my Mm. garlic confit and my soaked beans and stewed beans. And it was divine. Um, But, and then after that, tofu. We eat tofu a couple times a week, and after that, probably plant-based meats. Tempeh I eat uh, with not a great deal of frequency. But I feel like that's something I would like to explore more is tempeh. 
that's something I would like to explore more. So I feel like that's the challenge for this week is, you know, to find more plant-based protein that you really enjoy and explore new ways of cooking with it. Yeah. Yeah. And if, and if you're worried about, you know, things being processed, I would say go for the less processed options and pay attention to how processed things really are versus, you know, some myths that are out there. Like there's so many myths that tofu causes cancer. Go ahead and Google that. Not, not true. You know, and maybe, you know, if you are worried about that genuinely, maybe pay attention to where you have other processed foods in your diet and how they're not hurting you. You know, processed isn't bad. It's just not as good as other options. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, would that it were, we could all just eat fruits and vegetables straight from the garden, you know, fresh from the farm. Most of us don't live that way. Happy and satisfied all the time. Most of us don't live that way. Either because we can't, due to our lives, our schedules, our proximity to whole foods, fresh foods. I don't want to live that way. No. I mean, yeah. Maybe more than I do, but like, I don't want to have to never have processed foods. They're delicious. (laughs) Yeah. They are. And... I would also say, and I wanted to add in full transparency, our family eats an enormous amount of eggs, particularly my kids. But that's another large source of protein in the Keed household. Oh, I had an egg today on my ramen soup, but it was a tofu vegetable ramen soup. So mm. good. But the, I have to say the egg added. Soft boiled egg added quite a lot. That's the lowest carbon emission protein that you can eat is eggs. Yeah. So I also think it's the easiest to get like local sustainably. Yep. Oh, I do. So many people have their little backyard chickens. I need a little backyard tofu situation. <laughs> it's called soybeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Anyway, so get out there this week. Try a new plant-based protein. Doesn't have to be plant-based meat. Maybe pick up a package of tofu. Find one of our recipes on planetaryandlife.com. I highly recommend the sweet chili tofu. It's converted many people. Or the tofu cutlets. The tofu cutlets, that's a huge... I made those last week. I made those last week, and I... I I wrote about this in the newsletter, but I, I tried, I was talking to Andy when I, I put down the, the plate in front of him. I made the version, it was pasta with the tomato sauce and pesto started and the tofu cutlet on top, kind of like a chicken parmesan situation. Mm. And I was trying to talk to him and he was like, I'm so sorry, but I cannot concentrate on anything you're saying because it's just so delicious. And that made me happy. That, that is the really only happy. tofu my kids will eat. And they hate the concept of tofu. They call it toe food and refuse to eat it but like they will ask for seconds and then ask for it in their lunch and that is the only food they feel that way about is the tofu cutlets dash thought it was fried mozzarella so for what it's worth for what it's worth kids think it tastes like heaven fried moths so deep fried heaven deep fried heaven (laughs) the sweet chili tofu a tofu scramble i love a tofu scramble Mm. And 
you know, we don't, the, the recipes on planetarian life don't call for plant-based meats because I feel like so many people are on the fence about them. But the one recipe that we do have that calls for it is the uh, tamale pie, Laura's favorite recipe on the site. I haven't made that in ages. Actually, I make the bean and corn version because my family doesn't like. No, no, no. I know you do, but I'm just saying that's but your yeah. favorite. That There's two versions. Uh, and in fact, well, when we made. And by the time this comes out, the uh, sheet pan suppers, will, sheet pan dinners will be out, which has meatballs, the little meatballs. There you go. There you go. Get creative. Kind of that's a shortcut. They're a good shortcut. They are. They absolutely are. Just get your, get your dinner on the table. Yes. Just like just like regular quote unquote protein does. A, yep. You know, a cut of a chicken breast or a cut of steak or whatever. It's like it just helps get food on the table fast. Yep. Um. Anyway. Be curious. That's what I love about the planetarian life. You're always just curious. You're always trying something new. So be curious this week about plant-based protein. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you'd rate the podcast and leave a review. Also, take a minute to connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Planetarian Life. Head to planetarianlife.com for more recipes, inspiration, and to become a planetarian. See you next week. Bye.